Hello and a warm welcome to our podcast, Successful Students in Transition, A Time to Thrive, hosted by myself, Elizabeth Gillis and Louise Wiles. And in our podcast, we aim to support young people as they step out of the school life into the world of work and study and help them thrive in a new environment. So today we're in a new year. It's January 2024. We have a new year and a new series. And in the podcast, we will continue to focus on the move to university. So if you're a first year student or planning to go to university, or maybe even started somewhere new, today will be a good listen. In our previous series over eight weeks, we raised and discussed themes of the transition to university and the settling process. The preparation for the change, planning, expectations. We talked about making new friends, organisation and planning for study, checking in with how you're feeling and how you're taking care of yourself, rest, missing home, doubts about the course, managing the academics, financial concerns, and also that return home after the first term. So a lot of topics. We know this is complex change. So you might want to have a a listen to some of those things that I've just mentioned to the previous podcast if you want. But today we're going to interview. And I want to really welcome um, Evie, who's a first year student um, to the the podcast today. First term's done. Well done, Evie. Um, And Louise and I are feeling it feel it's so important to hear from students about their experiences and how this process is going for them. So thanks for agreeing to join with me, Evie. Are you are you still on holiday? Have you gone back yet? Um, no, I go back on the twentieth. So. so you've got a little bit of time then. Yes, a few more days. A few more days. That's really nice. So thanks for using a bit of this holiday then to talk to us in the podcast. Oh, yeah, thank you. So can I take you back to kind of last summer then, um, and maybe even before that, when you were getting ready for this change to university? What kind of helped you, Evie? What were the what were the what were the things that helped you go off with some confidence into this new place? Well, it was quite hard, actually, because I didn't get into my first choice uni. So I um, was mentally prepared like to go to Bristol. I'd been looking at all of the accommodation and what it was like there, where to go. And then on results day, I found out that I was going to Nottingham. So all of a sudden I had to look at this completely new place that I had only visited once and not really looked around the city either so I feel like it was my preparation was quite rushed in terms of feeling ready to go to Nottingham but in terms of uni in general school was really helpful we had a session every week just talking about different aspects of uni life and while some of it was not really relevant to me now it helped me feel confident that I had enough knowledge to go off to uni ready and I think also talking to other people that had gone to uni and were saying like Nottingham is a great place that really helped make me feel confident that I was going to yeah and and it is a common experience you know Evie that you know you've got your university choice and and sometimes people it doesn't you know that's not doesn't work out for them and they go they go somewhere else and we've interviewed somebody else in a previous podcast um about that exactly about that and how suddenly you think you're going somewhere and then you're going somewhere else and it can feel a little bit rushed but it also sounds like that preparation before 
in school kind of laid some foundations for you that you could still take with you to this new university? Yeah, definitely. I think uni advice is quite broad because you don't really know the university or what the vibe of the university is before you go there because you visit on an open day and that's all like put up for show it's not yeah completely what the university is going to be like so and everyone goes to completely different places and all universities are very different um from what my friends have been saying so it has to kind of be broad advice to be able to apply it to apply it to that setting you're in so when you think about it now what what were the the top two or three things that people you learned or you you learned from school or learned from other people that was useful to you about going to Nottingham? I would say in terms of not maybe useful but comforting and was when people said that the friends like the friends you make don't worry if they're not in your accommodation or if you don't find them immediately. A lot of people said to me the best friends that you make are on your course and that was like comforting to hear over and over because in your accommodation the people that are there it's just complete luck so I got very lucky and I I love the people that I live with right now but it was nice to know that it wasn't the be all or end all if I didn't get nice people in my flat or um anything because I can always make friends in different places yeah and that's really good advice and we'll we'll talk a little bit about that that friendship stuff but well maybe we can talk about it now do you think do you think friends making friends was important to you imagine we've got a scale of not to 10 10 is yeah it's really important that I made a group of friends and one not so important where would you be in that scale definitely 10 it was my main priority going into university um because I knew I'd feel quite alone and I'd say the thing that I don't know if we'll touch on this later, but the feeling that I struggled with the most was feeling trapped. Like I know I could just go home, but in the first few weeks I didn't want to go home. So the feeling of I can't go home, and I can't see my family. I'm like stuck here. So making friends was really important to help deal with that and make me feel happy and want to be there. Yeah. So you encourage yourself to stay rather than flee back home again. Yeah. yeah. And that obviously has worked for you, hasn't it? And yeah. so what did you do to make new friends? What were, what were your kind of strategy about that? Well, I arrived, so I'm in a flat. So I have, there are seven people in this and then we have a kitchen and two bathrooms. So what really helped me was having that communal kitchen space mm-hmm. where I could just be in the kitchen eating dinner and someone would walk in and then a conversation would start. So um, I also arrived last so everyone was already there getting to know each other so it was quite easy to just slot myself in mm-hmm. um, but having that communal kitchen space was yeah. really helpful and because I found out on results I wasn't in any of the group chats but some of my friends that I have now joined group chats before they came so they knew who was going to be in their block or in their flat and I think that would be really helpful that's right. something I wish I did is joined um some of my accommodation group chats just to have a name that I recognize or someone that I maybe know a bit about before I came um because that's how my friends met each other yeah. and I, I think there's lots of different ways and but that it, and I agree that communal space and going in it isn't it because there could be a communal space and people just hesitate or or don't do in it so well done for you sort of getting in there arriving late but having the courage just to kind of go in and start talking to people isn't it 
that's the uh, really big thing I think being able to um go up to people and invite people to go and do things with you that makes a really big difference one thing I keep I had to keep reminding myself was that I shouldn't be scared of introducing myself or asking if this person wants to go get coffee with me because everyone wants to make friends it's Mm -hmm. very different to sixth form Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah, I think you're right I think you're everybody wants to make friends and everybody's in the same boat and we had we have a a couple of podcasts on friendship and I think one of the you know a couple of interesting things about it is that everybody does want to make friends and but everybody's not sure sometimes of how to do it because you've been in school for a long time not having to do this new thing you know you've maybe made a few new friends along the way but this is a big experience when everybody's new and maybe those inviting people or asking people to come and do things with you is something you maybe not you got out of the habit of doing yeah definitely it's not something that you have to practice a lot um no. found that before I went to uni often when I was making new friends I was in a situation where I already had my friends with me mm-hmm. um, so it was very different in that respect but I would say having the confidence and um to just go up to people mm-hmm. um is yeah. really important and makes it a lot easier because the more people that you introduce yourself to the more friends that you're likely to make yeah the more potential friendships you're going to make yeah I, I agree um just thinking about a little bit about when you went to university I'll go back to that a little bit about what were the things that you took with you maybe confidence and courage is too that maybe you can't pack in a in a case but what 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 are the other things that you took that were helpful for you I would say it's very different to friendships but the advice around using my money was Mm -hmm. quite useful having a weekly budget and Mm -hmm. dividing that up in first term I found that I was not very consistent with my spending some weeks I'd spend a lot and some weeks I'd then cut back on that to kind of make it up but if I had maybe listened a bit more in those maybe not freshers but in the first few weeks after it would have been quite useful because then getting to the end of it I was um being more responsible with my money and that helped make things like I could buy myself a little treat if I needed or go out with my friends because I'd have a little bit saved which is always nice but you know Evie that's this my guess is this is the first time you've managed your budget uh, or managed a budget so even having a budget knowing that you've got some weeks that you're spending more and less I think that's kind of par for most people with a budget. You know, they're going to be high expense weeks, maybe when you're buying books or resources or something at the beginning. So the fact that you've had a budget is a great thing. Um, so well done to you. And knowing knowing how much you're spending and where you're spending it is a, is a really good thing. Okay. Did you use any, you know, some universities have website, you know, they've got websites and resources on it. Did you use any from Nottingham? Um, I don't think I did. No, I never really looked right. into that. I it was never really on my radar um, of something that was available to me. And some I, people, some people do, and some people don't. I mean, sometimes if there's a need, people will look. Yeah, a need. Maybe, maybe you felt that you had the kind of stuff that you needed to go yeah. there and and to kind of make make a success of it. Mm. 
What were you looking forward to when you went to university? Um, I was looking forward to living on my own. Yeah. I've been quite independent, I think. So it's something it was something new and very different. And I was excited to cook for myself, be completely on my own timetable. Get get that chance to do the things that you want to do. Yeah. Did it, did it meet your expectations? Do you think going off to university, you maybe knew a little bit that friendships would you'd have to get out and in there, out and do stuff, but what about academics and stuff? Did it, the university meet your expectations? You know, was it hard or was it easier than you expected? Or? There was definitely more work than I expected. Everyone tells you that first year is so easy and like you can, there's not work at all to do. But while it's easy in the sense that the work has, well, for my course anyway, the work has no pressure on it because a pass mark is 40 and this year doesn't count to anything so there's no pressure on the work that you do but there's mm-hmm. definitely lots of work to do for seminars and essays I've just had all my essays due and I've got an exam on Monday so I've had to work over Christmas for mm-hmm. those and it's also quite difficult balancing your time at first and figuring out because they set you a lot of reading I do history so it's very like reading heavy so it's balancing how much of that you need to do when to do it in time for your seminars and juggling that with all of the different aspects of uni life like social and within social like communicating with your home friends as well as your uni friends and then like looking after yourself like feeding yourself going to gym laundry yeah Yeah. um how did you do it? I mean, that's, I think you're right. I think it's a, it's not just you're going there to, to study, but you're right. It's partly that independent life about looking after yourself. So did you had a, a plan of how you were going to do it or have you developed a plan of how you're doing it? I didn't really think about it much before I went. I just thought I'd figure it out as I yeah. went along. And in terms of cooking, I've definitely been worse at cooking than I thought I was going to be it's been a lot of pasta (laughs) it's difficult because you don't realize that these meals that you make at home have all of these ingredients like I don't know tomato puree and like all these spices that is great when you're in a family but when you're buying it for yourself it kind of feels a waste of money yeah so then it limits the meals that I make because I don't want to spend on all of these ingredients I'd only use in one meal Maybe that will change if I get better at cooking and I learn how to use the ingredients in different yeah. ways. But, but I, I think you're right, Evie. It's it's this kind of thing that you make up as you go along. There's no right or wrong way to do stuff. You work out what's working and do more of it. And um, it sounds like, you know, cooking could be, you know, another thing that you would add into just doing it in a different way, kind of like this this next term coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some cookbooks for Christmas so I'll use those <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. so have you got a study routine have you because I think you're right if if you've got a subject like history there's less face-to-face contact hours but there's lots of reading to do so have you got have you got a, a study routine and I'm going to say this word yet well I wouldn't say routine because each week looks slightly different depending on what I have to do so laundry that takes quite a lot of time um and just different 
plans like I don't know when we got to the middle of the term a lot of the time was taken up by looking for a house mm-hmm. so it, I wouldn't say a routine as such and also my timetable changes next term so my timings will be completely different mm-hmm. um, as well but I would say if I'm going to study I make sure that I'm in the library and I make sure that I'm there for at least two hours at a time to really make sure that I've done a good chunk and I haven't just gone to the library for nothing yeah the library really helps because when you're in your flat you're in your bedroom and that in itself has like distractions but also you're right next door to your friends so Mm -hmm. very easy to just start chatting so in the library especially if it's like a silent area it's much Mm -hmm. easier to get work I, I think that's a really good thing you know to notice and observe that you know, libraries, there's less distractions and actually setting yourself, you know, a reasonable time to kind of work and 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 get down to things is, is really good. One of the things that we encourage, you know, especially new students to do in those first weeks and months of the term is to check in with themselves. I mean, thinking about how they're doing so that the end of the term to kind of go, oh, I didn't, I haven't done this or I need to do more of that or, or even I'm doing this really well, you know. So I don't know if you were able to your 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 first term kind of have a little bit of reflection how you were doing. I think looking back, I would if something wasn't working for me, then I'd aim to change it. So initially I was spending quite a lot of time with different people and that was quite full on. So I made an effort to have time just for myself and kind of change that. And I found that I was also finding it hard to keep in contact with my home friends and text them regularly. So after I realised that, I made a conscious effort to keep doing that. But apart from that, I overall found that I really enjoyed uni life and I'm really excited to go back. That's Um, fantastic. Well well done to you, Amy. And I think that, you know, it sounds to me that you did check in with yourself because... You know, I I know from talking with other students and also with my own children, my own young adults, that that those beginning weeks are are really stressful in many ways. But it's that meeting people, talking to people, it's exhausting, isn't it? And not getting enough sleep. So choosing to notice that you need some rest from from that social world or social communication with other people is a really, really important thing. Because it kind of charge our batteries. We need that time to look after yeah. it, don't we? And also to not get physically ill. Yes. Not getting enough sleep and yes. the right amount of like vegetables and stuff means I was ill for most of first time and still ill now. So Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. But it is, I think it's right. And it goes back to all those things like looking after yourself. Um, you know, eating and exercising and you know, um, taking some rest and sleep and all those kind of things are really important, as you know. What what about in that in that first term again? Um, often we know there's a dip. There's a kind of in any transition. There's a, this honeymoon period and everybody's excited and meeting people and everything, and then there's a dip where you start to think, oh. Um, I'm here for a long time now it's not just a kind of new thing and and I guess with students um, in October 
bit start to get darker, the weather changes, you start the work starts, and for often for at that point. And people can feel a bit of a dip, they can feel a bit homesick, they can feel that they've kind of lost contact with their old friends and maybe a bit of their family. And you might be wanting to kind of go back home again or even have doubts about, is this the right course or this or the right university? Did you have that bit of dip or did you notice that dip in anybody else? Um, Yeah, I definitely had that dip around the fourth week, I'd say. Um, Yeah, as I was saying, that feeling of, I'm stuck here. This is my yeah. life. I can't yeah. do anything about it. It was quite scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and not like just having to adjust to that, um, I found mm-hmm. quite difficult. And also in others, it's so true what they say that everyone's university experience is so different to your own. Even if you're doing the exact same course, same accommodation, it mm-hmm. can be so different with people at different unis as well like my friends from home I found what they were telling me was so different like one of my friends she hated her flat so decided to change flats that was I think a like a bit challenging for her one of my other friends was considering dropping out and changing courses and I think everyone feels homesick at some point a lot of people had like significant others that they were missing Mm -hmm. um, back at home so everyone feels it in different ways but I think it's hard for everyone at some point and and it's likely a time Evie that you know if maybe you're feeling a bit homesick or you're in that bit of a dip for whatever reason and other people can look like they're having a great time it kind of that's hard because it's natural that we compare ourselves with other people yeah 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 how did you how did you kind of when you were feeling like that stuckness and stuff what did you do to help yourself? I called my mum a bit more and that helped. I also told some of my uni friends mm-hmm. and just talked about it. And obviously they're with you so they can relate, which mm-hmm. is kind of nice. And I think just in general, having more time there meant more time to adjust, which just naturally helped being able to just get used to it. And you know, Evie, that being open and saying, I'm 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 having a bit of a challenge here, you know, that, because it is an adjustment. I like the word that you use, it's an adjustment process that you're not going to go there and fly with everything. You know, you take time to learn how to do things, like it sounds like you're doing successfully. So well done, you. Um, what do you think was the best or most rewarding part of this first term? I think having a group of friends that I'm excited like to go and see when I get back and who I missed over mm-hmm. Christmas like, I'm really grateful for that and it's been so nice um to see that all of my fears at the beginning about friendships were I didn't need to have them because yeah. I've got but they're, but they're natural aren't they yeah yeah, yeah completely yeah. Um, okay was what you and, and I think that right coming home like coming home knowing that you've you've done the work you've you've put the work in to do the stuff that you needed to do I, I can understand that yeah right what do you think was the biggest challenge for you maybe you've said um, biggest challenge was even though I really enjoyed it it was definitely figuring out how to live on my own live in a 
healthy way almost mm-hmm. like eating the right foods doing my washing enough all of that and just balancing all of that because my parents all kind of figured that out um for me so I had a routine at home that mm-hmm. and it was just so natural and then it's obviously different at uni so just taking care of myself yeah. um yeah. and with more distractions as well wasn't there yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is would there be anything? I mean, maybe not. But would there be anything that you'd have done differently if you'd go into that first term again? I actually don't think so. I think yeah, I really enjoyed it, as I as I said, mm. um, and yeah, I think even though it was hard at times, it was always going to be hard. So I'm just grateful that it was majority good for me. And that comes back to that expectation that we talked about earlier. If you've got the expectation that it's going to be a bit, there's going to be a challenges here along the way. Yeah. Maybe you meet them and you take them. Whereas if you think, oh, it's going to be great, everything's going to be fine, you could be left with a bit of a surprise. So the last thing I'm going to ask you, Evie, is about, you know, you can repeat something you've said already, but if you were going to say to other students listening to this who are going off, you know, they might be going to first year kind of, at some t- at some point soon what do you think is essential for students to know about the transition to this first term at university I think I'd say I have two things right. that I've kind of said before the first one is to be confident when mm-hmm. talking to other people and just go up and introduce yourself to mm-hmm. as many people as possible because even if you never talk to them again it's kind of nice to see them around well it was a campus uni so around campus because it doesn't feel as big or as like that I'm alone that oh I recognize that person or so um it's nice in that respect and if you don't introduce yourself then you are more likely to feel lonely um that can make your whole experience so much harder and then secondly is that all of your friends will have a different experience to you and then just remembering that some like some of them are going to have a better experience and some of them are going to have a worse experience and also they'll have hard bits and they'll also have really good bits so don't compare your university experience to theirs at all because it's just not going to get you anywhere or really show you anything Um, it can just make it harder for yourself yeah so focus on your on making yours a good one I think yeah. yeah I think I think those are very um both really useful things about you know go with some confidence to just get out there and do some of the things that you need to do and maybe you know how to make how to remember how you've made friends because everybody's got some friends yeah. make them when you go and you know be wary of that that comparison to other people Evie you're going to go off into your second term soon and it's going to be different again isn't it because yeah. all that work that you've done in term one is going to stay with you it's not going to go so you've got your routines and you've got your friendships and you're learning to cook for yourself and looking after yourself so I wish you the best for your second term and thanks so much for joining us today Thank you so much, Evie, for sharing your experience, your insights and learning from the first term at university. And we wish you all the very best for term two. Now, 
For those of you listening, if you feel inspired to think more about some of the issues and topics raised by Evie, then these podcast episodes may be of interest to you. We talked quite a lot about friendships, so if you are interested in thinking more about making friendships, then these episodes may be helpful. Episode 9, Nurturing Supportive Relationships, and Episode 28, Relationships Matter. And bearing in mind that we always, at some point, hit relationship challenges, then episode 29, Coping with Relationship Challenges, may be helpful too. Evie also talked about how she enjoys cooking. And if you do too, then you'll enjoy this conversation with nutritionist Rob Hobson, full of ideas on what to cook for a healthy eating on a budget. Episode 26, Eating Healthily on a Budget. Now, Evie found budgeting a bit of a challenge. How about you? And if you're concerned about budgeting, then this conversation with Alistair is an interesting and frank one. He talks about the mistakes he made and some helpful tips for you. Episode 31, Money Matters. And finally, pulling all the things that you have to do into some form of sensible routine can feel challenging at the beginning. So episode 34, Organisation Matters, will help you to think through from preparing to leave home to settling in and beyond. So that's all for today. We hope you have a great week and we'll be back later in the week with another guest conversation. Bye-bye for now. And now for the legal bits. The information contained in this podcast is for information purposes only. The content is not intended to act as a substitute for professional advice. Please do not delay in seeking professional help for any medical or mental health condition. Use of the information on this podcast and associated materials is at the user's own risk.